Hi everybody, um, and welcome to another episode of Melanated and Caffeinated. This is Mary. Um, so I was having trouble trying to figure out what I wanted to talk about this week because I don't really have any sort of a plan, but something happened on Thursday that I really wanted to talk about, and um, I'm sure if you know me, you already know because I've been talking about it for the last three days. Um, so the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, died Thursday from pancreatic cancer, which is terrible and very sad. Um, she's only 76. Like, I knew she was a contemporary of my grandmother, but my grandmother's 81 and a half. So, yeah. But, um, so I just wanted to talk about her for a few minutes and just um, celebrate her. And I feel terrible that it took her dying for me to re- remember, because I already always knew, but to remember the voice that she had and the legacy that she left and had and I just I hate that death always does that to us I wish I mean she was always celebrated um she had been celebrated multiple times throughout her career and various honorary degrees and uh, what 18 Grammys and all kinds of stuff so we definitely gave her flowers while she was still alive but it's still sad so I just want to take some time to talk about Auntie Riri for a second um so, most of this information is coming straight from her Wikipedia, so don't sue me. <laughs> um, so, uh, Aretha Louise, which I did not know was her middle name, Aretha Louise Franklin, was born March 25th, 1942. Shout out to Aries. Two days after my birthday. I did not know, but it explains a lot. <laughs> um, so, I mean, you guys know her hits. Respect, Chain of Fools, Think, You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman. Um, like, oh, my favorite song is Until You Come Back to Me, That's What I'm Gonna Do, which I did not know the song that came out in the 80s by Mickey Howard was a cover of Aretha's song. I did not know it was an Aretha song until, I don't know, five, six years ago, and it's definitely better than the cover. And I just, last night, um, stumbled across another song of hers called Skylark which is like an old standard which I had also never heard of but apparently it's been covered a bunch of times and I listened to it and it's amazing it's one of the best songs I've ever heard of in my entire life um somebody had posted a quote um and I don't know where it's from it might be Rolling Stone it might be something else I have no clue but I'm gonna read it to you so please don't sue me I don't know where this um this came from (laughs) it was just on twitter so shout out twitter etta james once recalled listening to franklin's version of johnny mercer and hoagie carmichael's standard skylark in the second verse franklin jumps an octave i had to scratch my head and ask myself how the fuck did that bitch do that i remember running into sarah vaughn who always intimidated me sarah said have you heard of this aretha franklin girl i said you heard her do skylark didn't you sarah said yes and i am never singing that song again so, if you've got Etta James and Sarah Vaughn, like, running scared and talking shit, like, you, you are it. You have that voice. Like, it's, it's insane. I, um, yeah, I just, I, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, so, I just love her, and I don't know. I didn't, I don't know where this is going. I was just gonna talk a little bit. This is, this probably won't be a very long one. I've been really sad. Like, I was sad when Prince died, and I was toe up when Whitney Houston died. Like, I cried, and I cried over Aretha, and I, was, I think I cried a little bit over Prince, and 
I don't know, like, I think just because people don't know, like, every, like, like, all generations know Whitney Houston, and all generations know Prince and Michael Jackson, but, like, these kids don't know Aretha, and I, I barely knew Aretha, apparently, I didn't know any of her, like, deep cuts and, like, her super obscure songs, but now I'm learning, and, um, so, yeah. So I guess a bit about Aretha. She was born in Michigan, but no, she wasn't. My bad. She was born in Memphis. And I think they moved to Michigan when she was young. And her father was Reverend C.L. Franklin, who if you're not an old black person, you're not going to know who that is. Um, He was a very um, famous preacher back in the day. And he was actually one of the first um preachers to record their sermons and uh he's a very good friend of dr martin luther king and um his two of his sermons or two of his really famous sermons one the eagle stirreth her nest and also dry bones in the valley um were added to the national recording registry in the library of congress which is pretty awesome i never listened to them but i think my grandma knows about them i think she talked about them before um so yeah, um, Auntie Riri. <laughs> um, so there's this. I think this is a guy. Usually when I hear the name Evan, I think of a guy, but I know girls named Evan too. But Evan Auerbach on Twitter just kind of posted a lot of her um, records and salutations and things. So I'm just gonna go through that uh, real quick and read that in case, like y'all don't know how big this woman is. Like it's insane. Okay. So her career spanned 61 years. She made 42 albums. Just just think about that. Just think about that. 42 albums. That's more albums than the number of years I've been alive. Just your fave could never. 42 albums. Like she was charting. Like it's insane. Um, 112 Billboard singles. 77 Hot 100 entries. 20 number one R&B singles. 17 top 10 pop singles she's the most charted female artist in billboard history now we're not talking about modern day billboard we're not talking about all these streams and shit because you can because technically Nicki Minaj broke her record last year but now you don't have to leave your house to buy an album and now artists do these things called features and I like Nicki Minaj, but Nicki Minaj is featured on every damn song. So, of course, it's easy to break a record like that. So, she doesn't count. So, in my mind, Aretha is still the most charted female artist in Billboard history. Billboard, they're going to have to change their rules. They're going to have to do, like, a modern Billboard history and, like, an old school Billboard history because you can't, it can't, you can't compete. Like, you can't compare the two. Like, it's too, the way music is made and produced and distributed nowadays, like, it's completely different. So, you have to come up with completely different charting system and scoring system because it's not it's not the same it won't ever be the same and aretha franklin is the most charted female artist in billboard history do not at me i will fight you on this i don't give a shit next up 75 million records sold worldwide 18 grammy awards 18 one eight 18 a 10 and an 8 put together it's 18 uh and i will say something about that um I saw another stat on Twitter that said between the years, oh crap, I'm going to get this wrong. I think it was between, you know what, I'm going to look it up. Give me five seconds. Let me talk about something else. Um, 1987, 
Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee. Not only was she the 1987 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee, I believe that was the first year the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was inducting people, and she was the first woman. It might not have been, it might have been his first year, but she was the first woman, black or white. So, like, let's just stop there and talk about if she was the first black woman. Like, that's amazing, because Aretha is amazing, and this would be great. But no, she's the first woman, black, white, orange, purple, brown, blue, to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So that's insane. <clears throat> she's a 2005 UK Music Hall of Fame inductee. 2012 GMA Gospel Hall of Fame inductee. I don't know why the GMA took so damn long, but okay, because her first records were gospel. Like, she started off singing gospel. And she is Rolling Stones. When they came out with their 100 greatest singers of all time, guess who's number one? Aretha Louise Franklin. So take that. <clears throat> also, she has um, an honorary degree from Harvard, and she has honorary doctorates from Princeton, Yale, Brown, the Berklee College of Music, the New England Conservatory of Music, which I think is Coretta Scott King's alma mater, if I'm not mistaken, and the University of Michigan. Um, she says she got her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in 1979. She won the Grammy Legend Award in 1991, the Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award in 1994. She was a Kennedy Center honoree in 1994. She won the National Medal of Arts in 1995, the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 2005, and the Music Cares Person of the Year in 2008. So, I mean, they speak for themselves. Like, she was a force and, like, just, just amazing. And also, she went on tour with Dr. Martin Luther King because he was a good family friend, and she also sang at his funeral. And I wanted to point out that not only did she sing at the funeral of Dr. Martin Luther King, she sang at the inauguration of Barack Obama, the first black president. So just to be, just to have a career that spans, like, literally all of the civil rights movement, which is insane, I think it's ridiculous. So to have a career that spans all those years and still be relevant and to still break history is mind-boggling so oh i just love her oh i was gonna find that i was gonna find that other twitter thing i think somebody said between the years of i want to say it was 19 19 it was 1965-1968 so between the year 1965-1968 and 1999 she was nominated for a grammy all but three of those years all but three all but three of those years she was nominated for a grammy nobody like literally nobody else can say that like that's insane um and also she won the uh the best r&b um performance grammy eight years in a row and her streak was broken by natalie cole which i mean if you're gonna have a streak broken i mean you know let it be let it be nat king cole's kid but um yeah like she was a force y'all a force and if you go on the internet because the internet is wonderful and thank god the internet is still free you can see her live performances and if you don't ever look up a new aretha franklin song just look up skylark because it would change your life she went up a full fucking octave on that second verse and my soul left my body my wig was snatched and i wasn't even wearing a wig like it was insane but i digress so that's my little aretha franklin tribute and i absolutely adore her and you should too and if you don't there's something wrong with you but get into it get get into her music it's it's a gift she was the singer she was the she was it like i like i do that you just don't there will never be another aretha like she was once in a lifetime she was she's the best singer 
She's the best American singer. Like, it's insane. And I wanted to read another quote that I found on the internet. And don't ask me where this came from, because I don't know. I'm sorry. Um, let me find it. It's on my Facebook page. So if you're a friend of me on Facebook, you've already heard most of this stuff. And you're just like, oh, Mary, hush. But I will not hush, because she is the best. So give me one second to find it. Okay. I don't care what they say about Aretha. Billy Preston, who died in 2006, once said, she can be hiding out in her house in Detroit for years. She can go decades without taking a plane or flying off to Europe. She can cancel half her gigs and infuriate every producer and promoter in the country. She can sing all kinds of jive-ass songs that are beneath her. She can go into her diva act and turn off the world. But on any given night, when that lady sits down at the piano and gets her body and soul all over some righteous song, she'll scare the shit out of you. And you'll know. You'll swear that she's still the best fucking singer this fucked up country has ever produced. And I agree with Mr. Billy Preston. So, rest in peace, Aretha. We did not deserve you. We still do not deserve you, but we are glad you were here. We are so, so glad. Um, yeah, so I think that's it. Uh, I am now on iTunes, so please go and leave me a five-star review and subscribe and drop me a little note. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram at Melanie Caffeinated and Twitter. I don't tweet, but I retweet a lot, so that's cool. Um, also, if you want to shoot me an email, there's a link on my Facebook page, but it's just melanandcaffeinatedgmail.com. Um, I think that's it. So thank you so much for the support, and I hope you guys have a great day.